Transparent by Ginger John, Chapter Fifteen. This story. Exactly twenty-one years ago. Yes, it was such a beautiful world back then. There were way less irritating ghosts like you. Even back then, I was a successful and famous therapist that everyone in the neighborhood knew. No, not only in the neighborhood. The mayor even stopped my. By my little consolation once, which was full of people, and you should know how difficult it was to make a name for yourself when you were just a therapist. Everything was working perfectly. Unfortunately, that was when dear little Trevor Merrick came in. He then was a little boy who was, I'd say, about ten years old, but extremely short for his age and a little chubby. His pathetic mommy would walk him to school every day and pass by my office. I remember him because I used to wave. He used to wave at me every day before after school, before and after school. Of course, I would wave back at him and his mother because I was still kind and lovely before someone turned me into the monster that I am now. We'll get to that later. Then the tragedy happened, though I would say tragedy was not the right word to describe the situation, because I loved the fact that you, on the worth celebrating day, were killed. I saw it all from my window. I saw little Trevor get hit by that car. Oh, it was the one one of the best moments of my life. Now that I think of it. Who knew the wonderful little angel who was polite enough to greet me twice a day turned out to be the devil later on? The crowd of my customers all turned to see the little boy lying in the middle of the road, breathless, and his mother shaking him and screaming for him to wake up. I was stunned, shocked, thunderstruck, overwhelmed, but even more flabbergasted when the driver of the Car opened the door and stepped out from his car. It was close. My close friend Daniel. I could have gone out and thanked him for killing you, Trevor, but I didn't. Like I said, I was an innocent, loving dove. I clearly did the right thing and went out to see what was going on, comforting the mother with my therapist skills. But some moron went on spreading the untrue gossip about how I had something to do with the accident. And who was that moron? You, Miranda Barlow. Miranda, you were still so young when you ruined my life. She was so gossipy you could not imagine how quickly the fake news spread. It was like a tornado sweeping over the desert, taking everything with it, and everything I've ever accomplished just vanished. Every good moment of my life seemed to just be washed away by evilness. I. Still, do not understand why you would do this, Miranda. Was it just because Daniel was my close friend? Of course not. We all know human beings, except for myself, are selfish and cruel. Miranda only made it this up because she wanted to please the popular girls at her school. We all know she's a coward. Both now and then, there was no way she could have the courage to stand up for an innocent woman. She just chose me to be the victim because I was famous, and it would be more juicy. How selfish! Soon, everyone in the town heard and believed the rumor that I was the one who killed Trevor Merrick. I thought to myself, "How could this be true? Everyone loved me, and I didn't do anything wrong. I wasn't 
involved in this mess at all. I was put on trial along with Daniel, and little Miranda was there too. She still held on to the dirt she had on me, which was false, using it to persuade the judge I was guilty. But I do not even understand how the law back then worked. I mean, I was not guilty, and they didn't even have a bit of evidence that I, Evelyn Black, had anything to do with the murdered. murder. My heart just sank the moment judge, the judge raised his gavel and yelled, Guilty. I was put in jail. They said I they said I was going to be there for a long, long time. Let me tell you, jail was the worst place in the whole universe. Worse than hell. You're literally trapped in there with criminals and they question you about how weren't you a good person before? Guess people can change after all. No, I was not a bad person. After some years, they let me out, saying they investigated deeper and found Daniel guilty, and how it was just a minor mistake. How could this be minor? I was in jail for who knows how long, and all of a sudden you just say it was a mistake? Not even an apology, and not even taking Miranda Barlow to the court and putting her in prison as well for defamation. They kept saying it was just a misjudgment, and that it could happen to anyone, but after all these years, I just couldn't forgive them. You know how I feel. You would know how I feel if you'd actually gone to jail for once, and then you too killed me. It all happened on the school's 20th anniversary. Anyone, everyone in the neighborhood was invited, including me, but how was I invited when everyone knew I, I had been to prison? I wasn't invited by the school. I was invited by Trevor the ghost. The night before the celebration, I woke up in the middle of the night. The temperature dropped so suddenly that the monitor in my room almost broke. I wrapped myself in my blankets and went to turn up the heat. Fun fact, did you know that the temperature would drop whenever a ghost was around? That is how I know when a ghost is nearby sometimes. I met Trevor in the hallway. It was the first, my first time seeing a ghost. He looked sleepy but handed me an invitation to the celebration, telling me to come. After he left, I was astonished. I flipped through the books after books about ghosts, and I found a mysterious one that I'd never seen before. I did not remember buying it from the bookstore or borrowing it, but there it was on my bookshelf. On the first page, it said, Dear Evelyn Black, please come to the nearest forest and you will find me. I did so and found a little store full of magic potions, and there was an old woman in there. She won my trust, mostly because nobody on earth would trust me then, and taught me some witch skills, and I became a rich witch right that night. So, if you want to blame someone for making me who I am today, you only got yourself to blame, Trevor. I also learned so much about ghosts that night, but I've never thought I would become one. That's right, Trevor. You received a sim similar note saying the very same thing. But did you notice, darling, that the woman sitting behind the counter you met wasn't the same old witch I met? Didn't she look incredibly familiar? You're right, dear. That was also part of my plan. Let's just say I took out the old witch and who taught me those magical spells and replaced her with a younger and better one. 
myself. That is also how I had the ability to walk around the town without being recognized as the evil ghost genius or the lame therapist who killed the innocent boy. But there's no need to be paranoid. That potion I gave you wasn't poison or anything. It's just used so I could track your location more easily when I needed to. After the long night, I found myself in bed the next morning and remembered about the invitation. We entered, we entered through the front gate of the school, but nobody was willing to come close to me, just because I was a former inmate. But they missed the point that I was innocent. I was so mad at Miranda, at Trevor, at everyone. The celebration went on for, went on for hours, and I just stood in the corner of the playground and celebrated with the statue of the past principal or something. Then a bunch of teenage boys came to me, laughing at me and taunting me for having been to prison. Their parents pulled them away from me, and one of them even called security. I wanted to scream, I did not do anything. The security guards came as quickly as possible, and they started beating me up. I heard Miranda yelling something about me hurting the teen boys, which I definitely did not, and the parents started joining in too. Of course, I tried using my witch skills that I just learned, but I couldn't get it right. They beat me to death. Sad ending, right? I was not lying. You're all involved in my death. As for Meg and your family members, they're just making it a bit easier for me to torture you. Isn't my plan perfect? And that part was for you, Miranda and Trevor. Then it comes to my glorious plan. You see, Sabrina and Miranda, this might come as a shock to you, but I'm going to tell you this. I technically am the one who, let's just say I have something to do with many big events in your lives lives that and that includes the fire the moving and the ghostbusters the night you were all having this weird little campfire party at back at the back of your house it was my plan all along i planned sabrina's injury i planned the canceling of the camping trip you were supposed to go on and i plotted the fire when you miranda were busy crying and with your family, I was there, laughing in the shadows, celebrating my own success. And that is how I led Sabrina up to being becoming the grand ghost of the Ghostbusters. Of course, at the same time, I made the Barlow family buy the extremely cheap house and then meet the Merrick family. Everything, literally everything, is under my control. What am I going to do with you horrible creatures now? Well, you might want to stop asking questions there, Charlotte. I'd be surprised if you're still unaware of what kind of world it would be when Evelyn Black is in charge. So don't get your hopes up too high. Something terrible could happen. But who knows, maybe you'd meet nice Evelyns for once. That would be a unique experience. But, of course, I'm famous. Everyone knows me and adores me. I wouldn't just pour my heart into you filthy children, would I? There must be something else, something bigger that you can bring me. Margaret, have you ever thought about why you were here in the first place? No, dear Meg. It's not because you're friends with Miranda, or Marina in your case. <laughs> it's because you're a ghostbuster. 
That's right, children. I've been waiting to sh wanting to shut down the Ghostbuster for years, and now I have the perfect opportunity. What a perfect coincidence, huh? Trevor and Miranda just happened to ruin my life and can help me with taking down the Ghostbusters. I believe our little Trevor here has also learned tried doing so himself, but did not work out well. Well, Trevor, this is your second chance. As for Meg and Sabrina, a part of the group of ghost-hunting bastards, you are here to feed me information. Ooh, perfect timing. You see the spot right here on my tracking device? That is Mr. White, who y'all should know as the human leader of the Ghostbusters. What does that mean, you might ask? Correct. The whole Ghostbusters team is coming here to my mansion right now. They think it was Meg who sent them the emergency message that was she was being held hostage, but it was obvious, obviously Evelyn Black. They were so smart they could track, track Meg while she is on this dangerous mission. And now that she knows she's, they know she's in here and she's in trouble, they are sending backup. Here's your walkie-talkie, Meg. I don't need it anymore. You can go ahead and use it to scream for help because I do not care. When the army of Ghostbusters down, come down here, they will be destroyed by my creatures. Ooh, looks like it's time. My dear children, let's go monster shopping.